good, everybody? What's good? Welcome to Thugging for Christ, man. Episode four. Number four, man. I didn't even think I could talk this much. I bet y'all didn't even think I could talk I could talk this much. And whoever listens to me that know me, if you do out there know me, like, bro, that's, that's just how it is. You dig what I'm saying? That's just how it is. So, but I'm going to put kidding around, man. Y'all know me, man. I like to start things off with prayer before I get it jumping. So that's how we always going to do it up in my house. Me and my house, we pray over everything before we start everything. You dig what I'm saying? So we're going to start by saying, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now most humble and serious as I can be, Lord. And let this message that I have to say for you, Father, let it just reach and touch those who, who feel this Father God in their spirit. Let it reach those that think that they're alone. Let it reach those that think that there's nobody out there to really understand them and to listen to them and just reassure them Lord Jesus that it's you right there when they feel like it's that hand on their shoulder when nobody's there. It's you right there that gives that warmth when they feel like there's nobody there to hold them. You you are the one that loved us so much. You me y'all. It loved us so much you gave your life for us and as i do this message lord i just pray that i show this love in return by equipping those who didn't know how to fight against this certain type of thing and i hope that it just really touches them in their spirit give them full spiritual discernment in their ears and in their eyes physical and spiritual and i pray that you hear this prayer let it be stamped with the blood of Yeshua Hamashiach. And again, people, Yeshua Hamashiach means Jesus the Messiah or Jesus the Christ. You dig what I'm saying? In his mighty name, Yeshua Hamashiach. Amen. So, ladies and gents, the thing I'm going to talk about today is how to fight against loneliness. Yes. Yes, loneliness, which are lonely. Yes, you lonely. Y'all know you is. I know it feels, I know it sucks. We all done been there before. We all done been there where we felt like we were by ourselves, bro. And that this can't be it. This can't be all that it is. Why? Why is it that I'm by myself? Why is it that nobody's with me or nobody's messing with me, man? Like, oh, God. see, and then all of a sudden, when when you feel like ain't nobody with you, when you by yourself, you want to be like, oh God, why is this happening? Why is this happening, man? We first of all, you need to stop. Stop with this whole asking God, why am I? Well, I'm all alone. well, maybe, maybe you yeah, haven't even thought about it. maybe you got to get yourself together first before you get to asking God for a spouse or for anything, my dude. Like, first of all, you already messing up because you talk about you lonely. You comp- you talking to God and you telling God you lonely. I can say that because let me give a small testimony. There was a point in time I thought I was alone and I thought that nobody was for me. I thought family wasn't for me. I thought I would never uh, end up getting being with somebody for the rest of my life. Shout out to Ebony Burns. I never thought that I would end up having children. Shout out to my kids, Ray Ray, uh, you know, Tiny, aka Harmony, my little boy, Jeremiah, aka Jerry, aka Mr. Solo. You dig what I'm saying? Like, boy, like, this is one thing, and this is on my notes, but I feel like this is what we all need to remember. We all need to remember, my boy, that we are only on this earth temporary. 
temporary. So just stay visioning heavenly things. In other words, my dude, all this stuff that's going down here on earth is just temporary. But you got to stay focused on the things that's of God and that's of heaven, my dude. We got to stay visioning the heavenly things because it'll help us to battle against loneliness. See, the enemy, when he tries to get us secluded, sometimes when you when you have to be isolated, you know what I'm saying, it could be a good thing. You might have to go in, into, into fasting. You might have to go into... Uh, into just cutting people off and taking a break from people because your spirit it can't be dealing with other people's spirits because you've been praying for this person and praying for that person and praying for this person and praying for that person and you just need your time to get your strength to go to go, go into your into your little into your little prayer closet as they call it on your prayer sessions you know what I'm saying and go to God to renew your strength but you know my dude like some people deal with deal with loneliness harder than others because they always been feeling like they ain't never had nobody there to be there for but that's only because that nobody even teach them that God has always been there with you from the get-go. He even says it in his word. Like, bro, like, when God be hearing us talk about how lonely we is and, like, oh, we want somebody and why everybody not messing with me and all this mess and all this mess, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you got to remember, that, my boy, you got to stay visioning the heavenly things. But let me take it to the word, bro, so nobody thinks I'm just talking my own mess. Again, I'm reading out of the New Language Translation. If you got a King James, that's cool. If you got anything else, word is the word, as long as we get fed by this bread. You dig what I'm saying? 2 Corinthians 4.17, man. And this says, for our present troubles are small and won't last long. That's that, that's that whole... We're only on this earth temporary thing that I was saying earlier. Like the things of this earth, the problems and the troubles, the pr your present troubles right now, you feeling alone, you feeling like you ain't got nobody is small to God. Let me finish it, man. It, let me start again. For our problems, our present troubles are small. It won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Bro, you think you got troubles now? Your things are so small compared to God. God's just waiting on you to just be like, you know what, Lord, I hear you and I see you and I'm going to stay focused on you. So if I stay focused on you, I ain't got to worry about that small stuff. You're going to take care of me because it ain't nothing compared to you because you a giant. And especially for us that been in, that, especially for the ones that been in the faith, bro, if you forgot forgotten about it and you and you like, oh God, I've been serving you. I've been doing all this. I've been tied into the church. I've been doing all that. Why you still ain't send me nobody? Cause you still ain't got it together with God, Bobo. You still worried about being lonely. When he clearly says in his word that the glory that's vastly waiting and being produced is outweighing what loneliness you feeling because loneliness will only last for a little bit if you let it you gotta tell yourself I am not lonely you know what I'm saying I'm a new creature I am a new being in Christ I have Christ Jesus with me Christ is with me God is with me the Holy Spirit is with me you just gotta remember man you in a new life now Jack when you in a new life bruh 
It's a new new way of thinking. It's a new way of feeling. It's a new way of moving. It's a new way of acting. You can't just think like you can just be the same and keep calling on God and calling on God. And then when he finally get fed up with your butt and tell you like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to answer this because you need to sit down and learn something. Apparently, you ain't learned nothing from the last go around when you when you thought like, oh, you could just still go do whatever you want to go do and have a good old, good old time and be hee hee and ha ha and all that mess. But it don't work like that. Colossians 3, 1, 4, man. 1 through 4, man. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven. On the realities of heaven. Not the realities of this world. Not the reality, oh, I'm by myself. Not the reality, oh, oh, nobody kicking with me. Oh, not the reality of, oh, my family don't mess with me. Brody, you got God. You got God. Think of the things of heaven. It says in verse 2, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. My boy, stop worrying about what goes on this earth. Because the things on this earth come and go, bro. It's just like fashion, bro. It's just like cars, bro. It's always something new coming out until something seems so old that it's been forgot about. Where the things in heaven ain't never gonna be forgotten about, because that's what it's supposed to be. It's right there. It's never gonna change. Everybody in heaven don't change. Because they're one with the Father. Verse 3, for you died to this life. In other words, you're not part of this world no more. This life you think is the is the issue. It's dead to you since now you're a new being in Christ. For your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Your true life is is has been with Christ the whole time. He just been waiting on you to come through and just be like, yo. So I'm done with that old way of old way of living. I'm ready to get this going now. Can you show me how to do this? Because I don't know how to do this. It's new to me. And he be like, don't trip. Just stay in me and I got you. Stay in me and I got you. Merciful. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. In other words, when when, when, when the Christ does return, bro, and the ones that's been hidden in him that knew from the get-go that they ain't never been alone and he's been right there for them and we set our eyes upon the things that's of a heavenly nature of that of the kingdom coming back down here on, on the earth and Jesus reigning on the earth and everything, man, and he bringing the, bringing the kingdom with him. Like, bro, like, we got invi- to stay visioning the things of heaven. When we feel alone, we got to remember, we got to envision, like, okay, I'm not alone because God is with me. Jesus is with me. The Holy Spirit is with me. I got forces from, from, from the heavens. I got legions that fight for me. And whenever I need him to show, show up and show out, he might not come at the time I want him to, but he comes at the right time when I need him to, and I just thank him for that. You dig what I'm saying? In other, in other words, what I'm trying to say is, and this is my second point, this is my second point. When you seek a connection with God, when, you, when you're learning to trust in him, he will fulfill the needs along the way. Bro, in other words, as long as you stay seeking God and try to have a connection with him first, he's going to fulfill that. He's going to fill up that need of loneliness. Because God don't want us to be lonely, period. I'll get to that in a minute. But, but we have to seek God first. You got to have a... you Before you can learn how to 
have a connection with somebody else and trust somebody else and love somebody else. You got to learn how to have a connection with God, to trust in God, and to love God. And to do that, you got to trust in God. Because you can't trust nobody if you can't trust God. Because how, how, how can you say that this is my wife if God told you this ain't it? That ain't her. Don't do it. But you feel like because you alone, you got to go ahead and be like, well, I'm going to just go ahead and marry him anyway. But we've been knowing each other for like four years. And yeah, he don't go to, he sometimes he go to church, but, or sometimes she wants to go to church, but I, I still pray for her. You know what? Maybe that might be a situation where God's like, nah, you try to rush that and didn't let me just do it for you. If you would have came and seek me first and have a connection and a trust with me first, I would have been able to open up a, a door for you to where your wife or your or your your wife for the for the men, your husband for the women for your butt. If you would have just seek me and trust in me, I would have gave you somebody that would fulfill all the needs that you feel like I couldn't fulfill for you in a physical sense. Because spiritually, he'll take care of it and he'll manifest it into the physical so we can deal with it. But God knows that we also need a partner to feel that warmth, that physical warmth. You dig what I'm saying? Because man was not made to be alone. Remember that. Man was not made to be alone. I'm just saying. But like, bro, you just got to stay focused and seek God through the loneliness, bro. Seek a connection. Seek a trust with him. He's going to fulfill all your needs throughout it all. No matter what comes and tries to make you make you just try to trip up and be like, oh, you ain't got to wait on God. Just, just come over here and kick it with us, bro. You can be like, see, people don't understand. Sometimes people get so lonely that they'll act like a, new, a different person. Oh, they act like the old way they used to be and just so they can go kick it with the ones who they used to kick it with. But they ain't doing nothing but doing the same old stuff. Still bar hopping, doing whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? getting stupid drunk and all that mess or still playing with the nose and all that mess man yes we getting all the way into it bro playing with the nose they nose and mess oh forgive me lord let me know it lord let me decrease so you can increase because I, I almost slipped up y'all i'm still working on, on my language so i told y'all as i as we as i grow we grow you dig what i'm saying but let me take it to scripture though 1 Corinthians 10, 13. The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. We will not allow the temptation or the burden to be more. He will not allow the temptation or in, in King James might be burden to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. In other words, bro, when you go and seek God and you tell God, God, I seek you right now. Just Remind me that I'm not by myself. Remind me that I'm not alone. Yes, I might not have a spouse or anything, but I know you will bless me with one. And I know when you feel like I'm ready to have that spouse, you will give her for the men or him for the ladies to me. But once he see that, okay, you trusting me that much. And you still come to seek me. I know you want somebody by your side. And you still seek me. And you still let it be known life and you still trusted me to fulfill your needs not every temptation is a thing of the devil sometimes God tests us bro to see if you really really with him so he can bless you 
he is getting tired of people keep praying and asking for stuff. And because he has so much mercy for us, bro, he ends up doing, he even answered the sinner's prayer because he still wants their soul to come back to him. So when you go through and you feel like, oh, I'm by myself, that's just the enemy trying to get you, get you to feel like, oh, I'm alone. Then he going to get you, make you feel depressed. Then you're going to start feeling sad. Then you're going to get mad because you feel like nobody messing with you. Then when you feel like ain't nobody messing with you, you want to start being better to everybody around you. And then that just, you just open up a whole bunch of doors and you ain't even know it, my brother. Uh, I'm, just t- I'm just telling you, you just open up a whole bunch of doors that needed to be closed. Like, and God closed the doors, but you wanted to go and take the hammer and take the screw, take the nails out and just open it up anyway because you mad that you by yourself and then you feel like God ain't answering your question. See, that's nothing but temptation from the enemy trying to get you to trying to get you to fall into loneliness so you can feel like you like you like you sad and depressed and you feel like you want to not be around people, cut people off, or even commit suicide. Like, bro, it's real, bro. But you have to remember, like, the temptations in this life, your life, are no different than what other people experience. People that have been in the faith longer experience uh, experience loneliness, experience depression, experience uh, going through suicidal thoughts, experience and anger because they mad that they was alone. But you know what, by the end of the day, bro, God would not put us in something that we would not be able to handle. Or in other words, he would put more on us that we could not stand. And when we do feel tempted, and we go to still seek God, he will show us a way out through that temptation so we can stay strong for when he's ready to really bless us with the ones who, with the one who really, really, really need to be with us. It says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. And it goes on saying that, take upon his yoke for his yoke is like, you know what I mean? But that just goes to show, bro, like, if you're feeling lonely, just give it to just give it to God and take upon his yoke, bro. Because his yoke is so light, bro. Like, the warmth of Jesus, bro, is so filling, my dude. Like, how can I explain this? Okay. Imagine if you was a hot pocket and you got put in the microwave. I'm not saying Jesus love is radiation, <laughs> but it is contaminated, bro. Cause once you get it, and somebody and it's you and you moving around with it, and you touch somebody else, and they feel it, and they feel the love of God. Boy, I'm telling you, it's real. It's real, and we supposed to know these things. We supposed to teach people these things, cause pe- I know people out here lonely. It says in Matthew 28:20, 20, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So that means, boy, you ain't never been alone because Jesus is with you right there. When you feel like you in that room by yourself, ain't nobody there. Jesus is right there. When you feel like it, like um, ain't nobody there to love you and to keep you warm, Jesus is right there. When you feel like ain't nobody there to throw you an extra roll of toilet paper, when you in the bathroom when you forgot to put the extra roll underneath the sink, Jesus is right there telling you, it's okay, my boy, just wet that rug on the floor and you be alright I know I'm exaggerating but that's just how I feel bro I just feel like people need to understand and to know like you're never alone we are not alone in this world we are not alone in this world we have Yeshua HaMashiach right here in this world we have Father Yahweh which is Father God in this world we have Ruach HaKodesh which is meaning the Holy Spirit in this world we have the, uh, the Holy Three taking care of us bro while we on here we just have to take the time to seek out God and to trust in God and to and always believe that Jesus is right there with us to the end of the age for real for real 
you, y'all didn't mean to get this hype. You know what I'm saying? But it's just real, bro. Let me get a small testimony, bro. Like, I had to overcome the, the power of loneliness, man. That's just being real. God wanted me to speak on this because right now, wife and them is out of town. They they went um they went there out there and be more right now, visiting family and stuff. And you know, it kind of it's kind of been feeling like it's been a little bit lonely. And I done had to fight against that. I didn't even have, I had to tell my wife like, baby, I miss y'all. I miss you so much. It's 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 hard. It's hard. I'm trying not to feel lonely here. And she always remind me like, just stay strong, Papa. God is with you. God is always with you. And I'm thankful for her fellowship. Because we need to go and fellowship with others that's in the body. And make connections instead of waiting for people to come and make a connection with us. But I'm not saying you don't jump ahead of God. Because God has to tell you first which way to go. And he'll bring people in your life. But you still got to seek him in the process. And when you seek him, you seek the things of him. That includes with church you go through. People you talk to. Music you do. Books you write. The things you feed your mind, all of that ties in with that. But you got to get up and fellowship with others in the body and make connections, bruh, bruh. You think I'm kidding? All right, I'll go to 1 John 1, 7. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us all from sin. So that means when we come into fellowship with each other, we talk about the things of God. That means we in the light. Truly in the light. Those that are truly in the light because the spirit recognizes the spirit. And then you won't, then that void of, of loneliness will start getting filled. Because you're not filling yourself up with the company of another person. You're filling yourself up with the bread of, with the word of God, which is the bread in your, in your, in your, in your, and the, the seed that's been sowed in your heart, you're watering it with, from the water that fell out of his side when he got poked in the side. You dig what I'm saying? Like, when you fellowship with those as other ones. See, you don't have to always go find your old partners that be doing all the same shit. They, they too quick to, to call up because misery love company, they, and they still ain't living right, bruh. That's just being real. You got to cut off some of these people sometime, my dude. If people really not trying to get their stuff together, you're going to have to cut them out. But those who's really trying to get it together with God, the Spirit going to reveal it to each other. And when y'all fellowship, that void of emptiness would start filling up. Because it's the Spirit that's filling you up. But you got to remember, that's, and that ties in with, with Philippians 2, 3, 4. With, with me saying, like, don't go out here and try to betray who you used to be just so you can have some company and get the old crowd around you. Because it says in Philippians 2, 3 through 4, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Yourselves. In other words, stop thinking about you. Stop thinking, oh, now I feel lonely. Being selfish. Oh, I'm lonely, so I'm going to just go ahead and kick it with them over here. Because I know they accept me. But you now you got to go and pretend to be somebody that you were sick or tired of being when you was in that old way of life. And then you when you switched over to God, that's why you switched over to God, because you wanted a new life and you wanted to start over with Jesus. But since you feeling all lonely and you being selfish and not thinking about God, that makes you selfish. 
you go out here to go kick it with other people and try to it portray as that old man who you used to be. So now you put the skin off from the old man and disguise yourself, or like you still of the world, and now you being now you being lukewarm. And God said about those who's being lukewarm, He'll spew them out. So you better be humble and start thinking of others better than yourself. In other words, you better be humble and just be yourself. Because people just rather you be yourself instead of just portraying like you something else. Talk about I love God. But then going out here talking about, hey, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. No. No. And let me finish that up, man. And verse 4 said, don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. When you be fake with other with, with people, bro, and then they realize, and then they catch you in the real, in the real you who you are. Now all of a sudden you don't affect that person and make them think like, oh well. Especially when you trying to portray something to to those to those to the ones that's in the kingdom, and then you still trying to portray this to the people in the world, and then when the people in the world see you with the ones who, who's with the kingdom, and you trying to act like uh huh huh. Now both sides is looking at you like what? Nobody want to mess with you because you're not real. Even the ones in the world, they were the ones that still walking in the world, bro. But would be more appreciative if you be real and say like, "Yo, I'm trying to get it together with God. I'm not trying to do none of that. I'm not trying to get into none of that right now. I'm focusing on me and my salvation, bro." And if you really, if you really a real partner of mine, you would you would agree with me on this or try to come and figure it out with me so we both could get saved. If they don't want, if they don't want to mess with you, okay. Let them push. Don't try to save them. It says in the word, like, in those that reject you, just kick the dust off your feet and just walk off. You tried. They rejected it. Kick, off your, kick the dust off your feet and you off. But the ones that's in the kingdom, man, that ain't been fake with you, you ain't got to be fake with them. Us in the kingdom, bro, we'd rather you just be a hundred. So when you be a hundred, we know what exactly what we can, how we can come and help. Because we don't want you to feel like you alone. We don't want you to feel like you alone. And that's just real. Because we are the body. And, and it brings me into my into my into my other point and my last point. Remember the body of Christ is the antidote to loneliness. The body is the antidote. When we come together, when two or more come together, grabbing my bro, when two or more come together, you're not alone. Because now you got somebody else that's part, that's part of the same thing you with, and y'all can feed off each other and help build each other. Because that's what we're supposed to do in the body anyway. That's what it says in 1 Corinthians 12, 12. And, and well, to me, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 and 1 Corinthians 12, 26 tie in together. Because it talks about how the body, 1 12, 12 talks about how the body is made of many different parts. And when one suffers, we all suffer. But when one is, no. Well, they both tying together. I'm tying in 12 and 26. Tying together how because the body is made of many, is made of many different parts, but they all function together. And when one suffers, we all suffer. But when one is honored, we are all honored. You know, and I got my Bible open up to it too. It, First Corinthians 12, 12. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. We all have different positions in the, in the church, but we are all part of the same body. We are all part of the same bride. We are all part of the same gap, the same the same kingdom. It don't matter what, it don't matter if you Baptist, 
Pentecostal evangelist, Jehovah's Witness, I want you to get out of that occultic thinking. Whatever you think you is, Mormon, all that. Whatever you think you is, bro, you is part of the body. We just have been letting these titles affect us, my boy. It says in, in verse 26, if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. So when one of us in the body mess up, we all mess up. Because nobody try to go help that part. But when one of us is honored, all of us is glad. When one part of the body does something great for God, it's a celebration for the whole church because it was a movement for it was a move for God why is everybody so caught up in these titles you want to talk about a title but you still want to talk tell God that you lonely when all in all you're supposed to fellowship with the body and build with the body so I ain't this with saying this man devil is a liar when he tries to make you feel like you're alone because you're not alone. God is with you throughout everything. And he hears your prayers and he wants and he's going and he answers your prayers. Just keep seeking him and trusting in him and have that connection. Once you have a connection with God, my dude, everything else is irrelevant. Once you realize that you got somebody who will fight for you in the spiritual and make things happen in the physical. Because he made everything. You better look outside and look at the trees in your backyard. Or look outside and look at the grass. Or look at the flowers. Or look at the birds. Or whatever you might be. If you stay out in the country, look out in your pastures. And think like this, man. Like this stuff is so beautiful. Who you think created that? If, if, all, if our almighty God can create something that beautiful. What makes you think he won't supply your needs and fulfill it? If you just come seek him. Stop thinking you gotta go back to old to 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 day day and them because you feel like you alone. Sometimes God wants you to be alone so you can get it together between him and you and him. He wants you to be alone sometimes because y'all need to work on y'all relationship together. Y'all be feeling like sometimes people be playing with him. Just like how females or dudes feel like whoever you talk to playing with you, he feel the same way. He feel betrayed. He feel hurt. Did you want to keep playing with him? And then when he tells you and he means means it like, yo, stop playing with me because you keep playing with me. I'm going to let this happen. I'm going to take this away and all this. I know this because that's what he has told me. God has literally told me and revealed to me that if I don't get it together and if I don't seek a connection with him, a real connection with him, he's going to take it all away. Because he's through of the games that I done played with him. And I done played with too many games with God. And I'm not going to be one of the ones that's going to do that. I can't. I can't. I can't, man. I don't know about you, but I want my soul to be to be, to be saved. And people think like nobody nobody's going to burn or anything like that. You better think again. Because people have been on this earth so, so many times, one too many times, that God feel like when you go up before him, if he feel like, you know what, I gave you so many chances. I gave you 2,500 chances. And you still want to poop on me on the 2,000, 2,501 and take your butt down there because I'm done. 
you abuse my grace and my mercy. Do not forget, he is a loving, merciful, gracious God, but he has he is a right, right, righteous judge of judge. Ooh, Holy Spirit, let me get the word out. He is a rightful judge. His judgment is always righteous because he checks the matter of the heart, not the things you do with your hands. He don't care about the things that you physically did. What matters is, is what you was feeling in your heart when you did it, what you was thinking in your mind when you did it. Man, this message went all the way left, man. This, this ain't nothing but God, me getting this out. And I and I feel like in, in, in the name of Jesus Christ that more people going to hear this part and this is going to break, break the bow for it, bro. You got to stand strong and tell Satan sometime in the face, shut up. No, you look shut up. You know nobody want to kick Shut up. Who you telling? I'm telling you to shut up. I got the authority to say so. It says in Luke 10, 19. I got the authority to do so. It was given to me to do so. So shut up. I am not alone. My God is here with me. He fills this room as we speak. The Holy Spirit is filling this room as we speak. Yeshua is, right, is always right, always got my back by the end of the day. And I got legions of angels that come and fight for me when I call on them. So Satan, shut up and be gone. That's what you got to tell him sometimes. Shut up and be gone. Because I am not alone, but my God is with me. You just got to do that sometime, man. You got to do that sometime, man. Don't be scared of these people. They still dealing with principalities and, and generational curses. They don't even know it yet. But it's our job to let them know that y'all know this, man. Let them know you're not alone. That's what I really want to end this thing with. Let 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 it be known to yourself first that you are not alone. Tell yourself in the mirror, I am not alone. God is with me. I trust in you, God. God, I, you you gonna fulfill my every need that I need. And when it's the right time for me to have a spouse, you're gonna bless me with a spouse. And that will be the time when me and you are on one accord. Get on one accord with God, fellowship with the body, and I promise you. He will take care of all your needs and fulfill them all for, for wealth, to debt, to, to a spouse, even to having children if you're already married. So I end this thing by saying, Father God, in the name of Yeshua, I just thank you for allowing this message to be said. I just thank you, Lord, for the ears that it's touching right now. I just pray, Father God, that this message actually touched the heart of those who needed to touch because somebody needed to hear this somebody needed to hear this Lord just wrap your arms around them. let them feel your love let them know that you are that they are not alone and they have never been alone let them know that you have been there since the day they stepped out the womb you was there when they was being consecrated before they got made in their mama's stomach you knew them you knew us before we was in the womb of our mother's guts. So for us to say that we are alone is to slap to you in the face. And we pray that you forgive us for that. And we repent of, of that if we have ever at any time felt like we was alone. When you have never left us alone. Forgive us, Father, for that. Just constantly remind us that you are here with us. 
no matter if it's just a touch on touch on the shoulder, hand on the chest, a hug, or even just a sign in any which way that you want us to see in our own ways. Because you know how we, how we are. You made us. We take it off. When I, when I see on the step this prayer with the blood of Yeshua on the seal and send it to Xfinity, which is of you, Father God, with your signature and with Yeshua's signature and his blood and let it be said in Yeshua's name. In Jesus Christ's name, aka Yeshua Hamashiach, Amen. This means Amen or Amen, Amen, Amen. You dig? Man, woo! I felt, <laughs> feel like I got this fire. You dig what I'm saying? I feel like Smokey the Bear's gonna come to my door and be like, put that thing up, put it up. He's gonna be like, put it up, put it up. <laughs> uh, you can't put out this holy fire, boy. You dig what I'm saying? But so, let me just say this and remind this to everybody, man. You are never alone. You are never alone. Jesus is always holding your hand throughout it all. And just stay visualizing on the heavenly things that he has in store and waiting on us. And just always have that connection with him. Just so you can remind yourself and let, remind God that you trust in him and you know that he got you. And in the same time in that process, he's going to fulfill every need that you got. And as he fulfills you, go, you, we go out in fellowship and we build up the body. And we expand the body to touch others that, that feel like they're lonely. For real, for real. But I ain't going to be on here for too long, man. I just want y'all to know, man, I love y'all. You dig what I'm saying? This is Thugging for Christ. Kingdom episode number Dino. Now I'm about to head out to Dino. You dig what I'm saying? Because I am home agree. You dig? I done filled my, my spiritual belly. Now I gotta go fill up my physical belly. <laughs> but just know, man, I love you. Jesus loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. God, Yavah, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha, the great I am. The Alpha and Omega, beginning and end, master of the space and time continuum. There is so much love, man. He wouldn't just put you on the surface to be lonely. Remember that. Keep him first, man, and seek him always. Love y'all. God bless y'all, man. Stay in peace. Keep put love over fear and always have boldness over doubt. You dig what I'm saying? Peace out.